You are listening to the Calm and Cozy Podcast, practical advice for insomniacs, bedtime thinkers, and people who need to take a really long time out. I'm Beth Wyatt, your insomnia and stress management coach. I'm also an artist, avid crocheter, expert napper, and amateur Kermit the Frog impersonator. This week, I'm taking a little break from my five-step series on relief for insomnia and bedtime anxiety to talk to you about sleeping well when you're not in your own bed. I just got back from a vacation in Orlando, Florida, where I stayed with my spouse, Jake. We traveled with another couple, and we stayed at a Walt Disney Resort for eight days. I was excited to be away, and especially to be someplace warm, right in the middle of our below-freezing Ontario temperatures, but I admit I was nervous about the sleeping arrangements. It's tough to sleep in a strange bed, so that is the topic of episode five sleeping away from home. This trip had to be my best for sleeping well and waking up ready for a full day. Most nights I slept right through, really only waking up briefly once or twice, and it was really comfortable. I would break down my hotel sleep success to three factors. One, duplicating my home sleeping environment as much as possible. Two, being prepared for strange and unexpected noises. And three, being flexible with my bedtime so even though it was later than usual, I was going to bed tired and still getting a healthy amount of sleep. Here are the ways I duplicated my home sleep environment. One, I brought my favorite nightgown with me. It's a simple cotton floor-length dress-like thing, and it's light and comfortable. I also look cute in it, which matters, right? The second, we duplicated our home sleep temperature. We had a thermostat in our room, so we set it to 69 at night, and on nights when it was cooler anyway, we would just sleep with the window open instead. Third, at home, Jake and I sleep in separate rooms. We're both light sleepers, and we'd rather sleep well separately and get along famously during the day. Our room had two beds, and I admit I was relieved. Jake and I are living proof that it is possible to sleep in separate beds and have a great relationship, just in case you are wondering. The fourth, I brought my favorite argan lavender oil. The smell reminded me of home and helped me relax instantly. I was prepared for outside noises by bringing earplugs and downloading a white noise app on my phone before we left home. I love the Android app called Relaxio. I didn't end up using the app while I was away because the earplugs did the job for me, but being prepared is important. I love the orange foam earplugs that look like little traffic cones. They stay in my ears and they amplify the sound of my breath a little, so I become my own white noise machine. Most mornings while we were away, Jake would wake up complaining of a noisy neighbor upstairs or a squawking bird outside our window, but I didn't hear any of that. The last one is being flexible with my bedtime. At home during the week, I try to be in bed by 10 o'clock. That did not happen while we were on vacation. At 10 o'clock, we were still playing with our friends at the pool, or finishing drinks at a pub in Disney Springs, or riding the bus back to our room from one of the parks. I was mindful of not staying up too late, but I also wanted to enjoy myself. I should also mention that the friends we traveled with both came down with colds while we were there. And when I catch a cold, it can be traced back to not getting enough sleep for several nights in a row. So I made sure I was having fun without being sleep deprived. 
I was in bed by or before midnight, and after a full day of walking, riding rides, and being in the Florida sun, I was collapsing into bed at night, exhausted. While I was in Florida, I posted on my Sleep Coach Beth Instagram account about sleeping away from home. I asked for your secrets to sleeping well in a strange bed, and here are a few of the comments I received. Sandy said, I bring an essential oil pillow spray or lavender oil and put it on my pillow. I do the same thing at home, so I think the familiar smell helps in addition to the lavender being relaxing. Tina said, I bring my own pillow, a sleep mask, essential oils, and use my ambient noise sleep app to drown out potential strange sounds. I also keep the sleep hygiene as close to the home routine as possible, even if it's a shorter version of it. Another commenter said they bring their own pillow. I actually have a funny story about that. I was staying in a hotel room with my mom many years ago. My mom sleeps on a very flat pillow at home. And as you probably know by now, most hotel pillows are huge. She was so uncomfortable that first night and she woke up with a lot of neck pain and a headache. So the next night she took the pillowcase off the pillow, cut a hole along the seam and removed three quarters of the stuffing. She then put the pillowcase back on and had a much better sleep for the rest of our stay. Now, I don't think any hotel would recommend opening up the pillows and removing the stuffing, but it sure worked well for her. If you brought a sewing kit with you, you could sew that sucker back up before you left and no one would even know. I would love to hear your suggestions on the topic of sleeping in a bed that isn't your own. So go to commoncozypodcast.com and send me a message using the contact form. This has been the Common Cozy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes so far, please leave me a review on iTunes or whichever podcast app you use. I appreciate the feedback and it helps get the word out to other insomniacs and bedtime thinkers. Thank you for joining me for episode 5, and I hope you've picked up a few tips to help make your next road trip or vacation incredibly well-rested. Until next time, sleep well and stay cozy.